Welcome to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. I'm Catherine Mora, founder and CEO of Change Empire Books. We help coaches, speakers, and entrepreneurs write and publish quality books and get them out into the world. We believe that thought leaders are made through a combination of quality of service, planning, and authenticity. Do you want to impact lives and leave a legacy? Stick around until the end of the show and we'll reveal how you could be our next guest on the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. Let's get started. Your host here, Starlet Henderson, with this episode's thought leader, Terry Ogburn of Ogburn's Business Solutions, and his website is terryogburn.com. Real easy to find, Terry. How are you today? I'm great, Starlet. How are you today? I'm well. Thanks for being here. I want to um, pay homage to your length of experience. You've been um, doing a lot of different business, entrepreneuring, podcasting, just a lot of stuff um, since the 80s and 90s. So let's go back to um, you know, kind of where you've started as far as your journey and becoming a businessman and the businessman's go-to man. Oh, okay. Well, great. Uh, thank you so much for having me on your show too. This is, this is awesome. Um, I was fired out of the car business, uh, kind of one of those things you wake up and you, you, you in a new career, all of a sudden, you know, you're, <laughs> you're fired, you know, and you've got to do something. And the, uh, apartment building that I was living in is being converted to condos. And I had worked on air conditioning, uh, duct work and stuff like that when I was uh, uh, growing up, you know. So I figured, well, that's the furnace heater was broke. I could fix it, you know, make 15 bucks, get a little money, get a car, get something going. Easy, easy. <laughs> yep. And um, I ran in, uh, met a guy by the name of Jim Foxworthy, who was the president of IBM for regional president for Florida. I happened to move into the condo. <laughs> this is he ran into. How how does that happen? <laughs> yeah, he bought a condo in thing, and he moved here. You know that type of thing. So he kind of took me under his wing and started helping me understand business and the truth, the thoughts of it. Because I shouldn't have started. I didn't have a car. I didn't have a truck. I didn't have nothing. You know, <laughs> I was just a young guy trying to do something in life. So that led to an air conditioning company that I uh, owned and operated for uh, ten years, and then that I sold that to my employees. But a few years before that, I took my process, the things that I do. I think in quarterly planning rather than annual planning. I always geared everything in the air conditioning business. You you don't have seat. You don't you don't have well winter, so to speak. You don't right. have any air in Florida. You don't have not any in Florida, <laughs> right? So you have to be creative in the off months when you're not air conditioning. You got to do some stuff. So I took on appliances and other things, but. Anyway, it also geared me to only thinking about quarterly, just focusing goals for quarters chunks. instead. Yeah, just mm-hmm. baby chunk, chunking it down, you know. So so I took that message on the road, and then I was brought into the corporate arena with Uniglobe Travel, and then that went, led into me uh, going to a company down in Miami and um, taking it public, being one of the persons using my systems and things to help it uh, go public, yeah. Uh, in two and a half years. So that was, that was kind of fun. We've been at 11 regional offices and over 2000 franchisees and uh, all that was accelerated because of the internet. Right. So 
Then Radio Shack snapped me up to um, do some turnaround stores for them and their failing markets and things like that. So I did that. Then AT&T Wireless and then Metricall Paging and then Century 21 Real Estate. So, it's, uh, you know, some good corporate clients right, behind yeah, me. Right, some name recognition there for sure. Yeah. And so in 2005, it was December 2005, I said, well, the downturn was happening. Everything was starting to fall apart, you know, and the economy was uh, short sales and all this stuff was coming into play, you know. So I said, well, be the small guys that bring it back. So I opened my own company 15 years ago. Wow. Congratulations on a Thank you. year run. So um, that's one of the first things, I guess, that you did um, when things got difficult is decided to work for yourself and really kind of narrow down um, and take control of your time and, and your your vector, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and I think this through this pandemic, there's going to be a lot of new ideas and new things sprung up and new ways to do things. So mm-hmm. yeah, this is a great opportunity to just be starting a business. Sure. So um, you're, you're helping businesses and you're, you know, you've been turning around businesses, you're helping start and grow businesses. Can you tell us a story perhaps of maybe an, um, a business and the impact you've had with somebody? Oh, this is one of my clients. If you don't uh, use that, um, this is a uh, uh, construction firm up in Chicago. And um, when I started with him, he was basically had a few employees, had a truck or two, in a basically construction business. And so we grew his construction business to where now he's running somewhere between eight and ten million dollars a year in, in the construction industry. Mm-hmm. So he's a notable thing. He's touching about. 300 lives now, as far as either people he, he rents to or people that work for him in some capacity. So he's doing very well. So along the way, we created this company called Invest Pro, his company, not mine. But yeah. um, we, we, I put these operation manuals in place. It's one of the things I do. You have to have a, 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 a yeah, systems, and it yeah. consists of eight um, categories. And uh, one of them is job descriptions, basically how you run your company. If you can run it with this book, you can take it anywhere and run it. <laughs> so um, he has his, the office, uh, minist- the office administrator person, there's two women in the office. Well, she turns in her notice, two-week notice. And then the very next week, the CEO, office manager of the company, she quits as well. So he finds himself completely with both of his uh, in, uh, internal office staff gone. Right. Yeah. He hires he hires his um, niece to come in and kind of help try to keep the business going. He's he's got about thirty apartment buildings that he's got rents and things due and all the stuff. So this is a big big problem. Right. So. Then he hires this lady uh, to come in and, and run the operation. In six weeks, started his company was back up and running, up like no missing beat. Everything was right back to to normal. In fact, doing he says doing better because she improved on the checklist and the the job descriptions and all the things that needed to be done. So, um, yeah, there's a, a tremendous amount of success in in making sure you have an organizational strategy. Yeah. So the SOP or the standard operating procedures, um, is that why those individuals quit? They just, you know, maybe wanted to keep it all in their head or just, you know, couldn't handle the new systems, you know? No, um, no, no. They, they had this system for like two and a half, three years. The system had been in play. He'd had it in his uh, construction company for years. Yeah. It's just something we did. No, this was a disgruntled employee. It had to do with, with, um, and this is a good lesson for people, this commingling stuff, we should be very careful about when we're having people commingle with people outside vendors. 
Got it. So this okay. lady in the office was co- was commingling with a vendor that vendor got fired. And then that started the got whole. It. So keep your professional relationships <laughs> professional. I, okay. So I just didn't know if, you know, operate, bringing in new systems often, you know, disrupts the office and, you know, you, you're going to get some turnover, but it sounds like um, because those systems were in place, those people could leave. You had your niece and another lady come in or not yours, but this construction manager um, come in and they were able to just ramp right back up and not exactly. Really and uh, as you alluded to there for, you know, system, it's not just about having a job descriptions. It's about your policies and procedures, your, your performa. All, and this is easy to install. It's nothing difficult. It's not like you, you, when you're working with a client, the idea is to feed it to them uh, spoon feed. So it's a little bit of time, a little bit of time, a little mm-hmm. kind of corral them rather than, um, <laughs> you know, trying to force feed them. <laughs> Right. So micro, micro, you know, um, I don't want to say micromanaging micro bits, right? You're yeah. Just a little bit of, um, you know, those people can, those yeah, people steps. can digest change if it's given to them in bite-sized pieces. Got it. So um, I think when I was on your website, you, um, a lot of these systems and processes and just the whole way you think of business is impacted by books. And we do like to ask all of our guests for a book recommendation. Um, I know you had a stack or a list that you mentioned, but if there was one that you had to mention that changed your life, what would that be? The hands down, the number one book is Think and Grow Rich. Um, That book, I tell you, yeah, it is. I mean, that is the cornerstone to to, and the people that really get it, I mean, really understand how valuable our subconscious is and how they understand how how we can manifest things using our creative thought, things like that. It, it just changed my whole, my, and I had to read it four times before I got the secret because the secret is in there. <laughs> but you got to, you got to wait for it to come to you. It's not going to just show up. You got to, you got to, there is a secret there. And once you get it, it just makes your life so much easier. Well, I, we have had others recommend that and many do recommend reading it over and over and over, reading it every year at a minimum, revisiting it when you have major life changes or major work changes so that um, the meat of it is going to you know, percolate and be there when you need it. Exactly. And if you think about this for a second, like they said, a new project, a new startup, a new, uh, even an income arm or whatever, your mind is thinking in that direction. So then the book is going to apply to the way your paradigm that you're seeing the world at that time. Mm-hmm. The first time you read it, you may be looking at it from uh, trying to keep the the, chi- uh, the child quiet while you're trying to understand right? what's going on. Yeah. Keep your head above water. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it, it, you have to be, it, it's, it's a very, but I suggest that with all, all books you read, read them two or three times, because mm-hmm. a lot of times uh, there's more that comes out after you start implementing the stuff that's in there. Yeah. So all the books have kind of aggregated, um, you know, and you, you've you got all these thoughts in your head. I'm curious to know, like, have you distilled what being a thought leader means to you? Oh, man, that's a um, something that, that was kind of, um, I don't know, it's kind of bestowed on me, so to speak. Hmm. Um I was uh, a young guy, even in the corporate days, you know, I was just a, a guy just, you know, trying to get things across the curb, you know, get them across the counter. Even when I went to Miami, I thought I was being hired as the number uh, the sales director. I was actually being hired for the training director's position. I mean, I was, I was that. <laughs> you didn't know which um, way was up. <laughs> exactly. So uh, all that happened, but, but 
what I'd have, when you work with some of these major CEOs, I mean, big guys, like I've worked with John Kearns, Jim Baggins, all these are, are huge CEOs. And these guys, you've got to think out ahead of them. Mm-hmm. They, they're running so fast, they'll, they'll screw up the track ahead of them. <laughs> You know, and you got to be that guy that thinks out faster than they yeah, do down, and the, down the line. It, yeah. And so when you, and you can train your mind to do that. And, and so that's what happened. This, this one uh, CEO, Jim Baggins, man, I could go, I could have a conversation with him tonight, go home, take a nap, you know, get up the next day, come to work and he'd have it all changed. And I'm supposed to know the change. <laughs> And mad at me because I didn't realize that he did, that I should have thought of that because he did because he thought of it. Right. Well, that sounds like a major, um, a th- you know, a skill to to cultivate. Right. Like being able to be forward thinking. So, how do you do that with these startups and businesses that you're helping with? Um, the, to me, the easiest way is start with the end in mind. Hmm. Yes. If you, if you, uh, you know, everybody thinks you, t- oh, you hear all these motivational speakers talk about how the, you throw the wa- rock in the water and it changes the ripples and, uh, you know, they make a big thing of it. But think about where the rock is going. It's going to the bottom. Okay. And when it hits the bottom, it's going to change somebody. <laughs> it's going to change somebody's life when it hits the bottom, isn't it? Sure. So every time we we look at something, we can look at it. Well, who? Well, how else could this be? Or, or oh, this could come at me from this direction. Or, or this could be a you know. So if you're thinking with the end in mind, and then you work backwards to back to where you are, you kind of put. You can't safeguard everything, but you can put a lot of little safety nets in place to protect yourself. You know. And before the show, we talked about uh, you being military. Well, you know, the military has an A, B, and C plan. Most yeah. of them don't understand the C plan, right? The B, the A is the uh, the one they hope. The, the right. one, we know it's going wrong, so we we got to have the B because that's going to be that. But the C plan is relying on the the knowledge that they have in the environment they're in. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, the same thing for business. When we get tossed in the middle of some place, we got to count on the knowledge that we have in the environment that we're in. So the more knowledge we have, the easier it is to navigate through those. To those problems. Yeah. What I'm hearing is like you said, and you said it a couple times, right? The environment that you're in, not the environment you want to be in. Exactly. Because that's a big distinction, right? Yeah. I mean, because I mean, you know, you can be in one particular, you can be in Florida, for example, you can, because down here, we don't have hardly the problems that, that people are having in the Northern states, you know, right. you know, with the COVID deals and the lockdowns, different things like that. We've, you know, so that, that puts me in a very a different advantage than you. I don't, I can't understand what the people in Chicago are going through. Right. Yeah. It's hard. Um, and um, that brings a couple of points to mind. You know, I did, I did visit your website. So you have a blog about um, business and war and the similarities there. And then you mentioned, you know, not really understanding what's going on in Chicago, but you have a blog on how to be a better listener. And so, you know, it seems to me like you're taking your experiences and you're making sure that that, you know, kind of gets down into a palatable form for people to learn from the mistakes or the um, obstacles that you're going through currently. It, uh, give you a good example. The guy in Chicago again, construction has slowed down in, in the Chicago, Illinois area. Right, slowed down, right? Right. right? So, yeah. you know, <laughs> uh, all right. So now we've changed this whole direction of us company to this point that we're going after property to develop, then use his construction company to be the one who gets awarded the bid. Got it. So yeah. just go at, go at it in a different 
direction. So are we having to redo his sales team? I created an outside sales team for him. Can you imagine? He's got a team of people that go out knocking on doors for uh, getting business and then the pandemic hit. So we have to change that kind of stuff. Yeah. But we still have to restructure his sales team to go out and get the, the now the product that we, you know, that we have to, to use to make money. Right. And now I think that the environment's getting ready to change again, right? With the vaccines and, um, you know, places opening up. And so um, how are you helping your businesses kind of think about what the end of the year, early next year looks like? Um, month to month, quarter to quarter, because everything is is opening differently. Texas mm-hmm. just opened yesterday. They say full force. I got a client there. I was talking to them. They say all masks are off. Everybody's guns. Re- well, they're Texans. They're ready to go anyway, right? So, um, there's something so, in the water there. <laughs> yeah, they're really. I mean, that that deserves to have its own little town. You know, home little world by itself. But anyway, um, so everything has to be. You know, uh, you know, even when the pandemic hit, the companies I was working for, and I worked for uh, one of the major, in fact, the leading boat salespeople in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we can only work month to month. I see. Yeah. So sometimes it's just about, you know, gearing your, your budgets and everything just to go month to month right now, because uh, so you can pivot yourself, be able right. to change directions. You got to be, um, you got to be flexible right now. So when you say begin with the end in mind, I'm thinking, you know, your two, five year, 10 year plans, but you're really just ch- keep it. Keep it simple. Man, keep it manageable. In fact, I I think uh, if people are trying to think more than five years right now, that is way too far out. <laughs> Noted. I mean, that, is, that is way. I mean, you're out. I, I do believe you should have a dream sheet that that exists for five years. Sure. Okay. I'd love to be my dream apartment, my dream place, whatever. Something I got that. Towards. But then let's chunk it down to one year. What can I get done this year that will get me one cl- step closer to the dream I'd love to have? Got it. And then what do I do this quarter to, and then at the end we evaluate and kind of move in our needle and so forth and so on. Sure. And now your the book um, title for your ebook is kind of making sense, right? Success is always within reach. Exactly. Got it. Okay. So tell us about that. Well, it was a, a, a book that, that kind of, fell out of sky, so to speak, you know, how that worked, you know, how that goes. You're just, you're never thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, it's just like, the, you, to, well, you ought to put that in a book, you know, something like that right. came along. But um, again, being in the air conditioning business, we had to, we, we could only focus on quarters. It, it was easier for, for my, for the way I worked. Right. And so I developed a system whereby that um, if you think, uh, if you stop thinking annually and you start thinking quarterly, you really have 13 weeks in a quarter, mm-hmm. right? Well, you also have 13 months in a year. How how's that work? <laughs> well, divide 52 uh, by uh, uh, four. Four. Okay. 13. Got it. Okay. 13, there's 13 months in a, in a year. So all we now have is 13. Chunks of 13 uh, we, at a time. Exactly. So we just understand that. Then we have a accountability thing in, in, in the book explains that you got to hold yourself accountable, not somebody else. It's, it, you hold you. You look in the mirror every day and, and hold yourself accountable for what you said you were going to do. And effective planning is is what, it, what it's all about. If you understand how to plan um, mm-hmm. and how and, and just stick to that plan, 
It's so much easier. So that's what the book is about. Quarterly thinking, plan, uh, effective planning, and holding yourself accountable. Not Terry. Yeah. Terry's not going to hold you accountable. <laughs> I, sh- I, get to show, I get to show up and ask you how well you held yourself accountable. Got it. Got it. <laughs> so these are, if these are challenges to our business folks out there and they want to reach out, how do they find you, Terry? Well, it's easy, terryogburn.com, and I'm sure it's going to be all over the show notes there, so to be able to get there, they can get my book for free there, uh, connect with me on LinkedIn, Facebook, I'm, I'm there as well, um, and anybody that um, would like to talk to me uh, has a challenge or would like to have some special time with me, uh, just go to my calendar, schedule an appointment, and I'll be glad to sit down and discuss any challenge, no charge, whatever, just let's see if we can't get this economy back rocking and rolling. Got it. Very generous. And thanks for your time and your thoughts today, sir. You bet. Have fun. Catherine Mora here. Thank you so much for listening to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, or entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit changeempire.com slash podcast slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, please share this episode on social media. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Thought Leaders to Watch. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and they mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, changeempire.com or follow me on LinkedIn as Catherine Moore. We're on Facebook and Instagram as Change Empire Book Coaching. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.